live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Sin City, and you are watching Vegas, baby. No, you're watching Wager Talk. I love the vodka, though, Ralph. Nice prop. Uh, and that bottle's unopened. What's up with that? Uh, uh, well, I stopped, at the, I stopped at my local watering hole on Saturday, and they were having Christmas drawings. So I just saw the vodka in Vegas, baby. I had to pick it, so I had to show it on the show. I'll... Uh, in the first break, I'll I'll knock it open, Teddy. Exactly. We'll have Ralph nice and sauced by the time we got Arthur Caesar on the show at 1240. That's 40 minutes past the hour. Of course, I'm on Pacific time. You guys are on Easter time. That'd be 340. We will have Arthur Caesar from Caesar's Entertainment, the Link Sportsbook, joining us here on the show. We're going to talk Monday night football. We're going to talk a little bit of college hoops, but we like to start with bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. We call it BBBB, and on Mondays, that means a full NFL recap. And I'll tell you what, Ralph, there were some doozies yesterday, some real doozies. There was one that got a ton of hype. The other one, I actually think, was a worse beat than the first one. But it didn't get any hype. Let's talk about the one that got hype. Hype isn't even the word. It was a, it was a headline in the Philly Inquirer today. Eagles fans celebrate with win over Washington and backdoor cover on the game's final play. That's not a headline we would have seen last year or two years ago or five years ago. You see it today, especially with gambling legal in the state of Pennsylvania. Look, that was a brutal beat. I mean, I don't know how uh, when when your team covers for the full 60 minutes and on the last play of the game, there's a strip sack fumble. They blitz. uh, And I thought it was a great defensive play call to blitz. Uh, on the Hail Mary attempt, sent five rushers, and one of the rushers broke free. They also had a guy who was shadowing Dwayne Haskins on the play. He was able to pick up and just get into the end zone. Eagles get the money. Redskins were the right side. Wrong result. That a huge swing in the sports books here in Las Vegas. Eddie, I'm so glad you brought up the blitz play. Because I am so tired of teams, which we're going to talk about, like Seattle, that had a 30 to 10 lead and let the team just play prevent defense and come down and score back to back touchdowns to make the game even uh, a competitive game. So, yeah, I love the blitz call when a team is trying to score that last minute touchdown. And I completely agree. What makes, you know, what makes this unusual, it wasn't one of those fumble plays that you're going back in the end zone. I mean, the defensive player had to scoop and run a long way to score, you know, on that last play. Yeah, it wasn't like a Stanford Northwestern where it was inside the 10-yard line where the ball was fumbled and his pickup easy score. This was, he was hoofing down the sideline and getting chased and just got it in. My apologies to anyone who had the Redskins yesterday. They were right side. They were a wrong result. I'll talk about the luck of the draw later in the show when we close it out. But honestly, I think the second bad beat to talk about was worse than the first one. I really do. Because this one didn't have one touchdown in the last five seconds. It had two touchdowns in the last five seconds to get it over the total. That was the Niners-Falcons over 50. San Fran leaves the field. They think they won. They stopped them on fourth down. Clock's out. 
Oops, replay of Lou says, by the way, this is a touchdown. Then the Niners have, what, two seconds left? Just enough time to do one of those fumble rooskies. And for Atlanta to get in the end zone again, 29-22 final. Niners-Falcons under 50? You had three touchdowns to spare with three minutes left. I think that was a worse beat, Ralph. Brutal if you had under in that game. Completely agree, Teddy. 24 points scored the last four minutes and 52 seconds. And let's go back to that touchdown that was with five minutes to go. Don't forget, there was a 31-yard pass interference penalty that took them to the one. So they score a touchdown with 452, turn the ball over, get a field goal with 327, score the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Let's not forget that with 146, and then score the final touchdown with two seconds to go. Yeah, I don't know. Then one more, one more with zero. With zeros on the clock. That's the whole point. I mean, it was that was the most insane fourth quarter ending of a fourth quarter for a totals better. I mean, dead nuts under the whole game. That one cashed over. Sorry, that's that one. Honestly, as bad. And the Eagles Redskins got all the hype. I honestly think that the Niners Falcons under fifty was worse, especially with the two point conversion being good. You know, <laughs> and they got the fifty one. In that one. And there was a bad beat that didn't happen yesterday. We have to talk about that's the Bears on the final play that, you know, that never works. And you can matriculate the ball down the field uh, with the laterals. And lo and behold, the Bears did it. They were inside the 10 and they had somebody wide open, but they couldn't pitch it to them. The ball gets stuffed at the two. The Packers win and cover. The game stays under. Lots riding on that final play between the Bears and the Packers. The problem was, Teddy, that the Bears players did a great job with the ball, but Trubisky had the ball at the 10, and he's the one who screwed up that last pitch. He was (laughs) off yesterday, so he's the one who should have never had that ball. It should have been an offensive lineman because they could throw the ball better. Yeah, it was not a good performance from Mitch Trubisky. He has not answered the, you know, two, two consecutive solid starts prior to yesterday's game. You had the Bears yesterday. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The difference between Trubisky and Rodgers was on full display from start to finish. <laughs> Green Bay gets the money. So let's talk about Seattle, Carolina before the break. Because you said that uh, the Seahawks spent the whole second half playing prevent defense, which they did. The reason they pr- played prevent defense the whole second half is because they were missing six defensive starters by the end of that game. Injuries galore for Seattle, and that's a problem potentially moving forward for the team that currently has the number one seed. Betting skills. You laid five and a half, you cashed. You laid six and a half, you lost. Betting skills more important than handicapping skills with Seattle against Carolina yesterday. And the injuries as the game went on were huge for the Seahawks, although we have to give the Panthers credit. They fought to the finish, um, which is something not many betters necessarily expected them to do. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it was a missed extra point in case you lost that. Uh, yes. Seattle, it, <laughs> the extra point was the first touchdown. So a lot of times you don't relate that back to the end of the loss. But I'll tell you what, I it, it just it drives me wild. Now, gr- granted, I'm a little bit bitter because I had Seattle yesterday. But, um, you know, I, I know some customers I gave it to push that game instead of winning. And it's just a brutal way. I it's it. it it's it's almost like you wish Seattle would lose the game at the end because of the way they played that prevent defense. Not if you had a minus six in your pocket and oh, you got away right. with the push. We'll talk Raiders, Cowboys, Vikings, so much more. Stay tuned. Wager talk continues. Stay on the grid. Good times never seem so good. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore coverage. You can find Ralph on Twitter at CalSportsLV. Forget Twitter and forget us. Let's talk about the Sports Grid Network because, again, we're building something here. We really, we've gotten great feedback from the show, really have, and we genuinely appreciate the time that you spend with us each and every weekday here on Wager Talk. But we're trying to build something. We need the follows, we need the likes, we need the retweets. Please. On YouTube, follow Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, YouTube, Sports Grid Network. On Instagram, follow at Sports Grid TV. Again, at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. We're going back and taking a look at yesterday's NFL games. We call it bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. We can call it what we learned. And one of the things we learned yesterday is that even a dead team, when given life, can show up and end up winning the game. That would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Raiders were minus one fifty, uh, minus three fifty on the money line. They pretty much dominated the game, and then they pretty much played about as bad a final two and a half minutes you can ever have. First car gets ruled out of bounds, stop the clock. Then you have a drop pass on third down, which uh, allows instead of taking a knee, now you got to try to kick a field goal. So they kick the field goal. Oh, it misses. Oh, it's a defensive penalty. Get another shot. They miss again. 
So now it's good field position for the Jags and momentum. Jacksonville, boom, 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 marched down the field into the end zone. Minshew mania prevailed. And the Jags, who did nothing for the first, I don't know, 55 minutes of this game, walk out of Oakland with a straight-up win in the Raiders' last ever game at the Coliseum. The Jacksonville Jaguars had nine drives. Oakland had 10 drives. Eight of Oakland's drives got to the 50-yard line, and you put up 16 points. Um, I mean, it's just unexplainable. And and you let it, you said it, Teddy, you let a team hang around. You know, you're winning 16-6, you're late in the fourth. You have that field goal, which, you know, which, which ends the game, and boom. You have a team, perhaps they were feeling sentimental. Perhaps they were the last game in Oakland. They, you know, I don't know. I, I it, it was, it was baffling that you would think it, it was going to be a joyous occasion, your last game in Oakland. And it ended up being one of the most disappointing games of the year for that team. Yeah. I mean, you say it's baffling. If you look at the Raiders receiving core, you can understand why Derek Carr is having trouble finding open receivers. Um, oh. Oakland, I think, has the worst group of wide receivers in the NFL right now. Um, pretty close. Uh, if they're not dead last, they're number Detroit's 31. bad. The the Colts with T.Y. Hilton. There's a lot of teams that are missing receivers, but agree. Yeah, I mean, they, they have absolutely no weapons right now, uh, which is a problem. And it certainly was for their backers yesterday. Raiders crash and burn, minus 350, as high as minus 350 on the money line. The Cowboys, dominant showing against the Rams yesterday. Is Dallas back? And another tough beat for underbetters. This one had three touchdowns in the last three minutes to send the game not just over, ends up flying over the total with those late scores. Yeah, you know, it was a bad spot for the Rams. There's no question. Uh, you know, are are the Cowboys back? Well, we've talked about how the Cowboys have put up yards. They've moved the ball. They they just struggled in the red zone. And even yesterday, they they had, what, three field goals? They, they got down there three different times, and, and it gets stopped with four bath kicking, a 50, a 42, and a 42-yard field goal. So... I think the Cowboys are the same. I think it was a bad spot for the Rams. That's about all I took out of it. Um, uh, Certainly Dallas getting respect from yesterday's performance. Now uh, they're laying two and a half, and it looks like it could go to three against Philadelphia in a Week 16 divisional showdown that's likely to determine the division winner. Joes versus pros game. Legit Joes versus pros game yesterday. The Joes were on the Vikings. The pros were on the Chargers. and. Joe's kicked the tar out of the pros in that one. L.A. seven turnovers from Philip Rivers and company. Not a good performance for the home team. Uh, you, you know, I don't take anything out of the game. I, I, you just can't. When you have a seven to one and you're minus six turnovers, there's not one thing that I take out of the game for either team and say I'm going to use that towards next week. So to me, it's move on. Uh, you know. Uh, all of a sudden now, you know, you have Melvin Gordon, two big fumbles. And, you know, he he had that reputation earlier about fumbling the ball. He's got it back. There's no question. The Vikings now ranked fourth in the NFL in creating turnovers this season. They've got 26 takeaways. And that is one thing that I think you can take away from the game is that Minnesota's defense is capable of a performance like that, even against a veteran QB. And, you know, Chargers did not bring their A game yesterday, to put it mildly. So uh, a dead team, the Lions, they were down, what, 21 to three, and they made a game of it. It was real interesting in the fourth quarter, but then a 70-yard pick six means, eh, Tampa gets the win, Tampa gets the cover. That was a bad result 
for bookmakers, even though the Detroit, who hadn't shown much life like the Jaguars, they showed life yesterday. They just weren't good enough. And a late pick six uh, made it a 14-point margin. You look at, you know, you look at penalties and they were the difference. You know, Winston threw one interception. Tampa Bay had 70 yards. Detroit had 10 yards, two penalties for 10 yards. There's not often you see an NFL team play a game like that. So, you know, you look at you look at Denver, Detroit, excuse me. They got outgained 495 to 295. They had those two touchdown, two touchdowns to, to make it close. But, you know, to me on paper, Tampa Bay, clearly the better team. The Bucs, uh, with some impact injuries in yesterday's game, Mike Evans they lost last week, Chris Godwin they lost yesterday, their receiving core limited moving forward. Uh, so if you watch the first half of the Bengals and the Patriots yesterday, they were even. I mean, Cincinnati, one win Cincinnati, and, and perennial Super Bowl contender New England, they look like the same team. And then in the second half, Dalton started throwing picks, and the Patriots ran them out. Uh, minus five turnover margin for Cincinnati. That's bad news for bookmakers. You know where the money came. The money came on New England off back-to-back losses, and New England cashed as back-to-back losses. I did not raise my Patriots' power rating after the win and cover. It was all, you know, hey, they made the plays on defense. Five defensive scores for the Patriots this year, four block kicks. They had a couple yesterday. They got the win. They got the cover. wasn't pretty. I guess not. When you have 291 yards against that Bengals defense, you're not raising your power rating, that's for sure. The funny thing is Andy Dalton, you know, Andy Dalton basically said, I want to make sure that my replacement gets here as the number one pick next year, so I'm going to throw four interceptions. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, Ryan Finley's not the guy. Make sure we get Tua. Uh, Yeah. Or Burrow's now. Burrow's now the guy that jumped into the mix as the number one in a lot of boards, so. We'll, we'll see. see. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, that's an interesting question. We'll talk about that another day. Uh, but who who would go first? We'll have plenty of time in the spring to debate the NFL draft. Let's talk about one of the more entertaining games yesterday, the Titans and the Texans. And this one, I mean, the game turned on one play, and it was early. But the game absolutely turned on this play. That was Whitney Mitchell's, uh getting the interception. In the end, it looked like a touchdown, and then it wasn't. It was 88 yards the other way, and then the Texans scored not once but twice, and then they controlled the fourth quarter. Titans' winning streak snapped. Houston get the win and the money. Well, we know that Deshaun Watson, when he has a 100-yard rusher, turns into a very good quarterback. And even even with 100 yards from Hyde, he still threw those two picks. Uh, you know, again, it's for the playoffs, but I don't expect either team to to go very deep into it. I think it's one and out no matter who makes it. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised they both make the postseason. I wouldn't be surprised if at least one of those two teams wins a game or two once January rolls oh. around. Eli walks off a winner. The Giants D got gashed. Baker Mayfield was just horrible. Cardinals and over cash in that game. Snow game in KC. That was fun. Chiefs and under in that one. And Duck Hodges with not one but two fourth quarter interceptions in the end zone. Ah, Steelers backers didn't enjoy either one of those. Over backers, I think, like them even less. Bottom line, bills and under cash on Sunday night football. Yeah, my my biggest take out of that is that uh, the Browns, the Browns gave their head coach a show of support that he'll be back next year. 
And what do they do? They go out and throw that egg in Phoenix. I just think it's the wrong decision being a Browns fan. Yeah, and of course, all the early money has come on Baltimore. They're in revenge. They lost at home to Cleveland early in the year. The Ravens, minus 10 in Monday morning betting action at Cleveland next Sunday. The markets want no part of the Browns moving forward. When we come back here on Wager Talk, Monday Night Football, stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. That's G-R-I-D. Point spreads, game totals, prop, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 20 and over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. It's Monday, Ralph, and it is football season, and that means 
we have a Monday night football game to discuss. Week 15, there won't be many more of these, so let's enjoy them while they last. We've seen a little bit of Colts money come in today. New Orleans mostly nine and a half last night. Now it's down to nine, even eight and a half's popping up. So let's call it Saints minus nine, total of 47 against the Indianapolis Colts. And look, this is a Saints team. They got 10 wins on the season. They've clinched the division. They're in great shape. But of those 10 wins, seven of them have come by less than a or one score or less. They got to win by two scores in order to cover tonight. Has Indy fought the good fight and they're done, or is Indy still fighting? What's your take? Saints, Colts, Monday Night Football. Eddie, we're going to go through the game and we're going to go through some props. And unfortunately, I'm going to be very vague because so much of it is based on T.Y. Hilton being there. Uh, You know, when we go through the prop shop later, I couldn't even bet a Colts prop because of T.Y. If he plays, the game is so much different than if he doesn't play. As far as the game itself, I want to give you two angles and you could tell me which is more relevant. In the second half of the season, a team that has a win percentage of 65% or higher, and they're off a home loss as a favorite, like New Orleans is, those teams have gone 16-5-4 against the spread, 70%. Or is it more relevant that the New Orleans Saints, when we always talk about the Dome and, you know, they have a great home edge. Well, in that home edge, when New Orleans is a home favorite, they've gone 2-8 and eight against the spread their last 10 games. I think that they're both worth noting. I, I really do. When you talk about the concept, all right, of a good team at home off a loss, that's a bet on co- – Spot, absolutely. And the Saints fall into that this week uh, after losing at home as home favorites against the 49ers last week. Makes a ton of sense. You want good teams in spots where they're likely to show up and bring their A game. And the Saints coming off a loss, we have to think that's going to be the case. All that said, this isn't Sean Payton's role. You know, uh, and it hasn't been, uh, I would imagine, if you go back further on New Orleans, you're going to continue to find the Saints as money losers in the bigger point spread ranges at home. Why? Well, I mean, (laughs) when we talk about a coach and the team, and this isn't a situation where the Saints are anything but Sean Payton's vision. You know, he's been there a long time. This is an organization that's been crafted around him and his desires and his knowledge. And it's not a short little sample size uh, on the Saints either in, in that role. They've been outstanding at winning the one-score games. They have not been particularly good at blowing teams out. And then you talk about the the Hilton factor. Look, they got Marlon Mack back, and Marlon Mack matters. You know, there aren't that many running backs that matter. He's one. And and as as a receiver, I don't know that anyone matters for Andy more than T.Y. Hilton uh, in in that regard. So uh, it's, uh, what do we have, no Mack? No 11 and 18? What do you got? Oh, New Orleans 11 and 18 is a home favorite. Ralph's typing to me as we're talking. Uh, but the bottom line is this, and you can go back further than that, Ralph. Uh, you know, since winning the Super Bowl, laying points with the Saints hasn't exactly been an optimal proposition. But frankly, it's a very hard game to bet, side and total, 
The Saints, again, seven of their 10 wins, they haven't covered the point spread here. I don't think Indy's given up on the season. Uh, I'm a believer in the Colts as being capable of hanging around. But, you know, uh, Indy's won one of what? One of their last six. New Orleans has the potential, legitimately, especially if Hilton doesn't play. If the Saints start scoring, the Colts can't trade scores with them. Not a chance. Uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett's done a nice job filling in for Andrew Luck. He's not Andrew Luck. Uh, and we haven't seen the Colts win a whole lot of shootouts this week. So uh, not a game that I'm getting involved with side or total, not before kickoff, Ralph. How about yourself? I am not. Uh, you know, one more one more thing I'll bring up about the Colts, Teddy. If you look at their seven losses this season, only one loss has been by over seven points. And that was the home game against Tennessee where they actually had a 99-yard edge and were minus one turnover in that 31-17 loss two games ago. So, again, when you have a team that fights in every game, has only lost one game all season by over seven points, it surely is tough to lay over a touchdown with them. Sure, and wasn't that the, the blocked field goal for a touchdown the other way? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, if memory serves correctly, this, the, the Colts were about to take the lead, and then Tennessee blocked it and set it back the other way and ended up winning by two TDs uh, at the end. Um, but that's certainly been the exception rather than the rule. Let's talk prop shop, Ralph. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Uh, let's start with the Colts team total at 19, the Saints team total at 28. Any interest in either one of those wagers? No, I, you know, when I look at those good teams that were off the losses, they have tend to score and New Orleans has been an over team as a home favorite. So you know, it seems that when they when New Orleans scores points, they also give up some points. The defense seems to play up to the level of what the offense is doing. Where the offense is good, the defense is down. Where the offense is down, it seems the defense is up. So we talk defensive or special team score just about every week. Uh, let's do it again. The no, minus 255. The yes, plus 215, and I apologize. I'm using my phone today. Uh, getting from the Caesars Sportsbooks here in Vegas because, of course, we'll have Arthur the Caesar from the link, one of the Caesars property, joining us next. So I'm using the Caesars numbers. Defensive special team score, yes, plus 215. We even see one of those tonight. I wouldn't think that this matchup sets up for a defensive special team score, not even close. Yeah, I, I'm not one to play that, so I'm always leaning the no, but I'm not going to lay the number with the no either. And if you note, I'm not talking first team to score. I'm not talking last team to score. I'm not talking first score of the game, touchdown versus field goal or safety. Why? I don't think any of those props are beatable. Do you, Ralph, or any of those on a week-in, week-out basis, first to score, last score, field goal, touchdown versus, uh, you know, field goal versus touchdown? Uh, do you ever bet those? I, I rarely do. No, I, I don't. I mean, unless we're in a fun group and we're we're picking someone, you know, the hold on those, the theoretical hold is probably much closer to 25%, Teddy, than, you know, than the normal 10% juice. And that's the reason really not to play them. Yeah, they're fun to hit when you hit one at eight or nine to one, or, you know, you're hitting the plus number on one of those four options. But in the long run, it's certainly a money eater. Yeah, exactly. And we focus on stuff that you have a chance to beat. <laughs> you know, we talk about first player to score first. They have no chance to beat that prop over the long term. None whatsoever. Alternate point spreads for tonight. You can get the Saints minus 14 and a half at plus 200. You can get the Colts 
plus three and a half at plus 190. Any interest in either of the alternate spreads at the big plus prices? And if you're going to take one, which one would it be? Well, yeah, I would have to go Saints. I I, I, I'm under the belief with you, Teddy, we do have a solid team that's playing well, that is off a home loss. To me, it seems to be either circle the wagons or if the game is closer than expected, but I would have to lean the Saints with that side. And it's hard to picture a game where a team doesn't get up for Monday night football at home. But man, the, the Saints used everything last week. That was as intense a game as you'll ever see in the NFL. I do worry about their ability to maintain that intensity for 60 minutes uh, tonight. So if I had to take one of those, uh, it might be the Colts plus three and a half. Adjusted totals, you can get uh, under 39 and a half at plus 255. You can get over 53 and a half at plus 190. Any interest? Well, I, I'm going to bring the T.Y. Hilton factor in there. I, I think <laughs> they would need need Hilton. If Hilton's playing, it might have me lean over. If Hilton's not playing, I might lean under. All right. Jacoby Brissett over 227 and a half. Obviously, we're not going to get there. What about Drew Brees over under 297 and a half passing yards for tonight and over under one and a half touchdowns? The over one and a half touchdowns minus 245. I'm not laying 245 with that. I would probably lean under as well. I, you know, if Murray and Kamara are running the ball, Indy's not a Indy's middle of the road. They're giving up 100 yards per game. They're giving up 4.2 yards per carry. I think you're going to see a lot of short passes, but I would lean under the yards and there's no way I'm going to lay 240 for the touchdowns. The rushing yard totals are relatively low. Marlon Mack over under 58 and a half rushing yards. That's rushing only, not rushing and receiving. Same story with Alvin Kamara rushing yards, 55 and a half. You want either of those guys in the prop market tonight? Of those two, I would lean with Mack over. No question. Uh, they're they're going to count on him. Kamara catches a lot of balls, so while they count as short type passes in the New Orleans offense, they won't count as rushing. They won't count as rushing yards towards our prop. And I believe this is the highest receiving total that we've seen all year on Monday Night Football. When we talk about the props, that would be Michael Thomas over under a hundred and five and a half receiving yards. They're expecting a big night from the Saints' best receiver. He has topped that seven times, Teddy. In one game, he had 101 yards. Uh, that's a pretty powerful, powerful number to have reached seven times and almost eight times. Uh, I'll guess I'll go over that. What the heck? <laughs> Sounds good. That's a little prop shop talk Monday night football breakdown here on Wager Talk. When we come back, Arthur to Caesar from Link Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. One of the Caesars products will join us deep dive with a bookmaker. Heck. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Eddie Covers and Ralph Michaels breaking down the world of sports and sports betting for you on a Monday. And like we do every week at this time, it's one of my favorite segments of the entire week. It really is. Because Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sports comes on and he gives us good info and he's straightforward and he's funny and he's a good guest. So we're glad to have him on. Arthur DeCesar. From the Link Sports, one of the Caesars property at Ars, at Art Dice Twenty One on Twitter. Welcome to the program, my friend. How are you today? Wow, that was some introduction, Teddy. I really appreciate it. Very happy to be here as always. Well, it's, it's a good segment, man. <laughs> uh, believe me, <laughs> I, you know I'm not nice to anybody. You know I'm a big jerk. Uh, but uh, when yes, he's that content, is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right. laughs> Uh, and of course, uh, and I have I have to give a note from Ralph uh, off the top, which he just got a, a note from his son saying it's official. The Browns are the only NFL team without a winning season this decade. Congratulations, Browns fans! You're the only team that didn't get one winning season to enjoy. Kudos. Is that pitiful? What do you say to that, is Ralph? That, that is really that is really just pitiful. That's the nature of your <laughs> that's the nature of your life if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, brutal. Uh, let's start with Monday Night Football, Arthur. Uh, and obviously, the game tonight between the Saints and the Colts. How's the betting handle? Are betters loading up on it? I know it felt like a pretty good day yesterday for many betters, so they're probably bankrolled appropriately this evening. Are you seeing betters taking shots tonight? And if so, who do you need and how bad do you need it? Yeah, Teddy, we're seeing uh, definitely action on the Saints. We actually have Saints minus nine and a half right now. Totals 47. So we're definitely seeing Saint money. 
total, if there's anything on it, maybe more money on the under. Um, you know, but I, as you guys were talking about in the earlier segment, I mean, this is such a hard game with when you don't know if T.Y. Hilton's going to play or not. That's a, it's a tough game to bet. Arthur, you know, if, if you looked at Twitter yesterday, it, it made it seem like the bookmakers got a bloodbath. Looking at the numbers, favorites went nine and five. Nine of the 14 games uh, over the over had nine overs as well. Was it a bloodbath for you? And how did well, how did you guys turn out? Just tell us your side of the story. Yeah, you know what? Uh, when Teddy had texted me that, I, I think sometimes you know you don't you shouldn't believe everything you read, especially if it's on Twitter. But <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. we, we did. There's lies on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, you know, we actually were in the black yesterday. You know, it, it wasn't a great day. I mean, we had basically a two three percent hold overall for the Caesars properties link. We basically broke even, so it wasn't in. You know, that it wasn't a notable day, good or bad. I mean, we were pretty bad early, and the early games were awful. And then the late games really started to bail us out. Yeah, yeah. I know that a lot of the reports early were this could be a bloodbath uh, if the late games don't break right. Uh, but I'm sure uh, we can talk about it. I mean, the worst games in the house and the best games in the house. But the one uh, I'm going to talk about that I'm sure you needed more than any other was the Cowboys uh, blowing out uh, the Rams. But let's start with the worst games the house on Sunday which were the games where you guys got absolutely beaten up on yesterday uh worst game for us of the day Teddy was the Bills on the, in the Sunday night game wow followed by the Patriots no surprise there then we're gonna go Vikings and Packers so that's basically your top four there Bills Patriots Vikings Packers well, the Bills surprises me a little bit I was under the impression that was a, a most the houses had that as a two-way action game uh, you could, could have enjoyed a Duck Hodges throwing those picks in the end zone then. Either one of them. I enjoyed both of them. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's funny. It, it's one of those things where it, in the beginning of the week, it was a lot of lot of Steelers bets. And then once it hit, you know, was approaching game time, we were seeing a lot of Bills bets and a lot of big Bill bets. Well, Art, tell us about the opposite. Tell us those, t- those uh, what were the best games of the house on Sunday? Yeah, so the best game for us by far was the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons obviously covering, winning outright was great, even though that crazy under didn't come in because the under would have been nice for us too. We It was still our best result. Teddy mentioned it, Cowboys. Cowboys was a great result, great result for us, followed by the Jaguars and then the Texans. So the Texans winning, there was a lot of Titans money. Uh, in-house that was a very interesting game and a very uh, entertaining one as well but we got to talk about the crazy beast I mean there was two you know uh, my old friend Paul Howard used to call them all-timers you know uh, they're two really just brutal beats you know the Redskins literally covered for 60 minutes and didn't cover on the final play of the game and that Redskins under which had what three touchdowns uh, like (laughs) an infinite number of points in the last Two minutes of that game, uh, including the final score, the final two scores in the last two seconds uh, to send that game over the total. Uh, I, I got to ask you, how were those results at the link? Were those good for you? The two bad, the two worst beats of the day, or were they uh, uh, not necessarily beats that you were hoping for? No, I mean, both both of those ended up being losers for us. Obviously, we needed the Falcons under. So it going over, you know, hurt a little bit. But once again, because because the Falcons won outright, and obviously they covered, they won outright. So that was really good for us. 
the Redskins, I mean, that, that made us go from winning money on that game to losing money on that game. So I would say the Redskins hurt more because we got the Falcons to win outright. But, yeah, when, when a game is under basically the whole game and you get 28 points in the fourth quarter, that's a tough one. They're all in the last five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, and then, <laughs> I mean, even the fourth quarter, it was like just an absolute flurry uh, in the final minutes of that ball game. just like the Cowboys and Rams game had a flurry in the last three minutes. Um, those, you know, unders, unders can look really good for a long, long time, but they got to last the whole game. But I want to ask this, and I thought, you know, we, we talk a lot about games. I want to ask a theory question here. All right. And I guess it's a parlay liability theory because betters don't know a lot about this. I'm, I'm confident they don't. And when I don't know the answer. I want to hear the answer from you. So here's a scenario. You've had a bad Sunday. There's a bookmaker. Okay. You have a lot of parlay liability tied to the late game, which I'm assuming was the case yesterday. There wasn't a, a great game coming in. Uh, you know, it was an okay day, but it wasn't a great day. And you had a fair bit of parlay liability tied up late. In those games where you've had a bad day and you have parlay liability going to the late game, would you rather have one-sided action, which gives you a chance to break even, chance to get out of it with nothing? It also means that you have a chance to get killed. Or would you rather have two-way action, which guarantees a losing day, but no one's going to get fired off of that? What's the Caesars philosophy? What's your philosophy when it comes to this type of parlay liability? You know, Teddy, when you sent that to me last night, it's a great question. It's a very interesting question. Listen, you know, as I'm sure the corporation wants, they probably want to say, hey, let's just get out with, you know, a minimal loss. You know, we'll take the two-way action, this, that, and the other. Hey, we're in the gambling business. For me, I would like a chance to maybe break even. That's gambling. This is what we're in it for. You guys are in it for that. We're in it for that. So that's me just being, you know, the renegade I am and want to, you know, gamble a little bit and say, hey, we got juice in this late game. So that's me, but I'm sure others would say differently. Hey, Art, wasn't wasn't yesterday's results almost that exact scenario that Teddy sent you earlier without knowing about? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it, 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 it was pretty much in that range. But once again, it wasn't – we weren't in the range where we could have gotten, like, absolutely murdered because, like I said, we still – we still held a little bit. We still had a two, three percent hold, but you know, listen, that's not something to write home about, but it wasn't anything where we were going to be really, really down or really, really up. So we kind of were just, you know, treading water last night. Well, the bowl lines have now been out for a week. We know the bowl start this Friday. And for those that watch this show, they also know that the public normally doesn't get involved an entire week ahead in action. Anyone betting this early or early last week was a sharp betting the bowls. So number one, tell us about any sharp money you took in the bowls. And number two, now that we're actually five days out to bowl games, has public money started coming in? And if it has any early public money on the bowls? Yeah, Ralph, you hit it right on the head. I mean, you know, when, when you're basically now we're a week away, but you're two weeks, three weeks away from some of these bowls, you know, people, they're still worried about the NFL. They're still doing other things. So people really haven't started to bet the bowls yet. But a couple of sharp things I have seen, uh, the first bowl, actually, Buffalo money's been coming in. It was at minus five. Now it's six. We did see a minus six and a half. So there's been some Buffalo money. And then Louisiana Tech was plus seven. Now it's plus six. Been a lot of Louisiana Tech money. And then as far as public bets, I mean, people have been pounding Alabama. Alabama's minus seven and a half now. It's only moved half a point, but it's been nothing but Alabama money. 
Well, as this season progresses, we're going to be talking more and more about college basketball. So I have two-part question. With only Army-Navy on Saturday, did the handling college basketball increase exponentially? And is there any Monday night hoops action to talk about either in the NBA or in college? Yeah, I think Saturday was a really, really fun day. It definitely went up for college basketball to handle. I mean, Saturday is almost you had a full day of hoops, uh, college basketball hoops. Obviously, you only had the Army-Navy game. So, you know, people maybe started to realize, oh, wait, college basketball is here. So we definitely saw a rise in college basketball, which is great. Uh, as far as the action tonight, you know, the, the college basketball slate is a little bare. Um, you know, it's not a lot of great games to talk about. NBA, there's a couple interesting ones. The Spurs, who have played all those overtime games, four in a row, which is an NBA record, they go to Houston against, uh, you know, the crazy James Harden, who's basically averaging 50 a game. Uh, Houston minus 10, and the Spurs have been awful ATS. I think they're like 6-18. and 18. So that's a really interesting game to keep your eye on. Yeah, Spurs 6-18, I believe, 6-18-1 uh, against the spread in their first the 25 ballgames. But with San Antonio... Uh, well, no, number one, the Rockets are going to remember <laughs> what happened the last time they played the Spurs, uh, a game where the you know the a disallowed dunk ended up being the difference in an overtime loss. But at six eighteen and one, is there still money to be made betting against San Antonio, or have the markets kind of caught up with them now? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the markets have caught up with them, but you know, you got a chance for James Harden to drop sixty every night. Like you said, Houston might be in a little bit of a revenge look. And, I mean, San Antonio, yeah, they have Popovich in their system and all that, but they, they just haven't been that good this year. So, you know, it's kind of tough to back them. Sure. Uh, the the uh, Aldridge-DeRozan combo has not worked out quite the way they might have hoped. So I have a bone to pick with you, Arthur DeCesar. And it's a modest bone. <laughs> it's not a thing I'm really mad at. But after you got off the show last week, you went out and tweeted – Iowa, Minnesota under, which ended up being like a 30-point winner. You didn't get it out of the show. Who do you got tonight, man? Can you throw us a bone here, baby? <laughs> Teddy, listen, I, you know, I go by the script. If you guys want to pick, I'll give a pick. If not, we can just talk <laughs> about the money and all that type of stuff. So, you know, I'm here as a team player. But, it, you know, once again, not a great, great college basketball slate tonight. The one game I would lean toward is Idaho State at home plus seven against UC Santa Barbara? Uh oh, I, I took the other side of that one. The Gauchos are making money <laughs> for me, man. They've been they they've been nothing. They've been t- kicking butt and taking names on the highway. But uh, you don't like the spot here, huh? Off the uh, sad one point loss on Saturday. No, I just you know every game they, they and I think this is their fourth straight road game. Uh, the Gauchos, yeah. so. You know, interesting, you know, I just, for me, it's seven points. It's a team getting seven points at home. I just, I kind of liked a little bit. I think Idaho State's like four and one ATS. So, you know, it, it's not, I wouldn't empty the bank account on it, but it's a little bit of a lean. Oh, great. I got Arthur Caesar leaning the other side of me. Last week, he won by 30 <laughs> for this play. That's, uh, uh, today's already going downhill, brother. Uh, Arthur, let's give some promos and plugs, man. Uh, what's going on at the Caesars properties? What's going on at the link this week? Absolutely, guys. You know, I mean, listen, it's obviously Christmas week, Christmas week coming up and everything. But, you know, listen, obviously we have, you know, our five windows, our kiosks. So just come down and check us out, man. It's a great, great place to uh, watch a game. And I will talk to you guys next week, gentlemen. You guys have a good day. Thank you so much. Arthur to Caesar at ArtDice21 on Twitter from the Caesar Sportsbook over at The Link. When we come back, 
I'm going to talk about winning a bunch of games in really lucky fashion in two days. Stay tuned. Way to talk continues. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. If you have a choice between being lucky and good, take lucky any day of the week. Would you agree, Ralph? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Not, not even not even a question. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want you don't want right side wrong result. You don't want to be covering for 60 minutes and then losing the bet in the NFL. And in order to get really hot, in order to go on a legitimate hot streak, you have to be lucky and good. So this past weekend, I was lucky as uh, bleep. <laughs> All right. Things worked out in my favor. I had a game uh, on Saturday at Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma uh, Wichita minus four and a half against Oklahoma. And they won by five. And again, the Sooners hit some threes down the stretch. Wichita wasn't necessarily a right side there. They got the money. I had UC Santa Barbara plus one and a half at Southern Utah. And they're down by one with the two seconds left and then they don't have the ball. And they uh, Southern Utah couldn't get the ball in. And it was a possession a turnover uh, because they couldn't use the five seconds. And uh, Santa Barbara got the winning shot. And I ended up, they lost by one. I was plus one and a half. Lucky. Both those. Absolutely lucky. 
The Eagles yesterday was ridiculously lucky. They didn't cover at any point in that game. My handicap was based on the fact that the Redskins wouldn't be able to move the football uh, because they couldn't run on Philly. And instead, Haskins threw the ball on them all day. Dead wrong in terms of that part of the handicap. But I got the money. So what happens when you get a bunch of lucky winners? Guess what? All of a sudden, you're hot. You know, I had a great weekend. The clients had a great weekend. Everyone's happy and smiling. Does that mean that on Monday, you're sitting here going, oh, well, I'm running good. No, it means I got lucky last weekend. That's it. That's all it means. But in order to get really hot, you got to be lucky every bit as much as you are good, Ralph. True or false? Teddy, I think what our viewers need to take out of that is that you and I and the people that have been in the industry for 30 years know that when it comes Monday morning, the slate is clean. You know, how you ran does not mean you got lucky, you're going to put up a couple extra plays. It means you go back, you grind, you handicap the exact same way. And that's the experience between a professional handicapper and a lot of new betters that are watching the show daily. We're grinding every day here on Wager Talk. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang out with Ralph and I. Thanks to Archie Caesar for joining the show. And thanks to Wager Talk and Sports Grid for hosting us. We'll be back again in 23 hours. Stay tuned for At the Window coming up right now.